Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaykul. In a potential boost for electric vehicles, the Biden administration may allow European companies to qualify for U.S. tax incentives under the Inflation Reduction Act if the two sides can reach a trade deal in the next few weeks. That's what a senior Biden administration official told Politico Zach Coleman on Friday. It's a move that could help ease a major source of transatlantic friction and help President Joe Biden meet his promise to consumers to help make electric vehicles more affordable. The U.S. and EU have been negotiating for weeks over how the European industry could qualify for the EV tax credits, and the Treasury Department is expected to release proposed guidance about those measures this week. So today, Zach and I talk about the latest in these EV negotiations and the tensions the Biden administration must navigate domestically and abroad. It's Monday, March 27th. There's this long-awaited guidance that the Treasury Department will be putting out this week that is supposed to essentially say who qualifies for the $7,500 electric vehicle tax credit that was included in the Inflation Reduction Act. And this has been a pretty big source of contention because that tax credit requires cars to be made in North America to qualify, but there's also half of that $7,500 devoted to cars that are made with a certain amount of domestic content. And domestic content is defined as the minerals and inputs being sourced in the U.S. or countries that have a a free trade agreement with the U.S. The thing is, the European Union does not have a free trade agreement with the U.S., so that has caused a little bit of friction because they want their minerals that are extracted and processed within the EU to also qualify for this 3750 of the $7,500 tax credit when they're trying to produce these electric vehicles in North America. Right. And this update comes as the Treasury Department, as you mentioned, is planning to release guidance about these tax incentives this week. How does this information change things, if at all? What you're seeing here is pretty significant because the European Union is one of our biggest allies. And if they're able to use this tax credit to its fullest extent, that goes a long way to repairing these relations. But in the same vein, Europe doesn't produce a ton of minerals right now. They don't process a ton of minerals. So it remains to be seen exactly how much the EU will be able to take advantage of this full credit. And I think that's something that is not lost on the U.S. or the EU, their automakers are in a tough spot when it comes to satisfying these domestic content rules for the inputs of these batteries and and electric vehicles because China is the country that controls a majority of the world's supply. And I think that's why you can see these two partners, the U.S. and the EU, trying to come to some sort of agreement on critical minerals because they see a common threat in China controlling a lot of the supply chain that's needed for this clean energy transition. 
Got it. And the U.S. and EU have been negotiating for weeks behind the scenes about these incentives, but no agreement has come together. Will this move ease tensions and how does it help the Biden administration at this moment? It will certainly ease tensions. This has been one of the biggest asks of the European Union for months now when they really digested the Inflation Reduction Act and realized how strict a lot of the language was on free trade agreements and being able to participate in a lot of the IRA programs. That really sent a shock through the EU and a lot of the automakers that want to take advantage of those credits. So this is a move that it seems as if it is an effort to bring down the temperature between these two allies who, again, are going to be very significant in terms of charting a course for reducing the emissions that need to be reduced by developing the type of clean energy alternatives and electric vehicles that the rest of the world is going to need. And on the domestic front, what sort of tensions will the Biden administration have to navigate with industry and lawmakers if this move does happen between the U.S. and EU? Well, look, I don't think it's going to be entirely loved by the domestic auto industry that their European competitors can now take advantage of this full tax credit when If all things go well between the two nations in ironing out this very narrow deal on critical minerals as it relates to this this tax credit, I mean, this is an enormous market here that the U.S. automakers are trying to pivot to. They've put a lot of money behind building out their EVs, and this is a competitive space. And for lawmakers, it's, it's a question of whether they will train their ire on the Biden administration because... There's not real certainty that the administration through unilateral executive action can strike a free trade partner agreement with the EU, even if it's so limited as to critical minerals, even if it's just for interpreting this portion of the Inflation Reduction Act and it's not an overbroad free trade agreement. There's still some questions as whether they have that authority. And certainly Senator Joe Manchin, who is one of the principal architects of the domestic content provision in the Inflation Reduction Act has been a little bit tough to pin down on how he thinks about the administration taking some liberties with the law and how it reads. He told reporters on Thursday that he doesn't see the EU as a problem. That being said, he also thinks that the administration needs to stick within the confines of the text. It's possible that there's still some wiggle room there that allows Mansion to be okay with what the administration seems to be signaling they'll do, but it does still remain to be seen. Also, FERC staff found that a proposed Southeast pipeline would not have a significant environmental impact, paving the way forward for a project that was tapped for expedited review earlier this year. The Southeast Energy Connector Project, which includes a proposed 1.9-mile pipeline in Alabama, was one of three natural gas projects chosen by FERC staff under the direction of Acting Chair Willie Phillips to undergo a streamlined environmental assessment process in January. The recommendation is the latest sign that FERC under Phillips intends to pursue a speedier review process for some natural gas projects after pushback from industry and some Republican members of Congress over former Chair Richard Glick's approach to permitting. 
For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Nirmal Malaykal, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. Chevron is developing renewable diesel made with biofeedstock that can help reduce the life cycle carbon emissions of heavy-duty transport fuels today. Learn more at chevron.com.